Today's podcast is sponsored by With Love. Miss Heather, who teaches yoga and Qigong, will be offering these classes here at Beyond Today. On Monday, she'll be teaching Hatha Yoga from 6 to 7 p.m. On Tuesday, Qigong from 1 to 1.45 p.m. And then Beginner's Yoga from 2 to 3 p.m. On Wednesday, she will be offering Yoga Flow from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. On Friday, Qigong from 10 to 10.45 a.m. And then to follow Hatha Yoga from 11 to 12. The first class is free. Please arrive 10 to 15 minutes early. Extra mats are limited. And again, it's located inside the beautiful large room at Beyond Today. Again, sponsored by With Love, spelled L-U-V-H. This episode also sponsored by Blue Star Celestial, your three-day intensive retreat. It begins with level one, and it goes to master class. Beyond Today, we'll be having this class from June 24th to June 26th. You can register on the Beyond Today website or call 602-374-4926. That's Blue Star Celestial, our three-day intensive retreat. Welcome to Episode 3 of Beyond Today's Podcast. My name is Rod Lyman, one of your hosts. My co-host to my left me is... Cindy Muby, hi, and thank you, and welcome. And I'm Mike Hegeman. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with both of you tonight. Awesome. Well, I'd like to introduce our special guest. He already introduced himself, but I didn't get a chance to say it, so I'm going to say this. And our special guest is Mike Hegeman. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sorry. And we're, we're recording live in front of a studio audience and out there. Hi, everybody. All right. Awesome. Glad to hear that. So tonight's podcast is about signs and symbols. Is that pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it was exciting to hear the topic. We you know when we met two weeks ago, we I think the message came through really pretty clearly that this would be the topic for tonight. Absolutely. And uh, it's kind of fun. You know, we drew we drew some angel cards right before we started here and uh my angel card was signs, you know, just kind of thought, oh, it's a nice little confirmation that we are, we're on the right track tonight, you know, paying attention to, you know, to the messages that come to us and, uh, you know, using all the skills that we have to interpret those signs and symbols, you know, not just kind of, not, you know, not taking them all just as face value, but spending time with the, the, the messages that come with us and figuring out how does that fit for me? Awesome. Uh, and if we have time towards the end of the podcast, then we're going to try to take some questions from the audience. Then, but if not, uh, sometimes like last week we only we ran kind of uh, late. Also, so we're going to try to try to do it this night. Um, we always kind of have a little story about our signs and symbols, and that we all have our beautiful stories anyway. And that so, uh, Cindy, you want to lead off with a, a beautiful story about your signs and and the symbols, or would you like to pass it to Mike first and? <laughs> Thanks, Rod. Um, yes, I'd like to start out by saying there's so many signs out there and we don't realize what what is really out there because we're not paying attention. If you're not um, awakened to this spirituality, then you're probably not going to recognize these signs. 
Um, but once you are, like myself and, and these two gentlemen next to me, uh, once you are awakened to this beautiful spirituality and all these signs, that you just it becomes your every day. You know, it becomes a part of you, and you just get so excited to see, um, say numbers. You know, numbers that match up from your odometer to the license plate that just you know the car that just cuts you off in front of you. You're going, oh my gosh, yay! There's you know three fours on my odometer and on the car next to me it just cut me off. Um, but it's amazing, you know, because. Obviously, that's a message from the heavens above, the divine, the universe, um, to pay attention to something or to listen to what they're trying to tell you or show you um, is part of your, your path that you're on right now. Uh, I know for myself, uh, a cute little feather story, you know, feathers we see all the time. Um, the, the feather itself is a symbol of a bird, which is a messenger. So uh, my story on that is I worked in the cafeteria as a lunch lady. Yay. Love the <laughs> <Lunch> children. <lady. laughs> that lady. was a cute one. <laughs> <laughs> cute lunch lady. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so my girlfriend and I, you know, she and I were getting into this and just learning about spirituality and all these signs, you know, it's kind of new to us, but we were so excited every day to look to, you know, forward to hopefully seeing one. So we were talking about angels uh, this one morning while we were prepping our food for the children. And all of a sudden on my workstation, I looked down because I, I had turned my back for a minute to grab some food. And I, and I turned back to my workstation and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's a feather. And I'm like, Kelly, 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 look, look, look. So and it just moments like that just make just make your, your heart just sing, you know, and it makes you feel so good and just so blessed and just and it makes you feel so connected to the universe. So that's my cute little feather story. Guys, do you have a story? Well, I, I just want to touch a little bit on the feather story. That's a really good story. I like that. I, I remember when you were the lunch lady. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. That I, I, that's been a while back, and I still remember that. Um, uh, feathers and that, uh, we've always, I always thought it was gifts from heavens or whatever else, and that, that the angels are trying to tell you you're on your right path or whatever else, and I've always seen these feathers. And uh, it was interesting that Cindy had brought in the Angel Bible by by Hazel Raven, and that, and I was reading there a story about the feathers. Just was reading it, and synchronicities, I think that has to do with symbols and signs too, doesn't it? But synchronicity mm -hmm. of this. And the idea was that I was reading through it, and uh, she was talking about uh, feathers being from the angels. And uh, uh, Hazel was saying that she had was up talking about uh, the angel uh, feathers and everything else, that it's, you know, a message from the gods and from the angels and that to hold on to these feathers because, you know, to keep your angel close. Well, a lady stands up and says, I, I'm really having a hard time believing in angels. I really don't have any belief in angels. I, I've never seen one. I don't know what it feels like or anything else. Well, in the middle of her talking about this, uh, a lady next to her points out at her cardigan and says, by the way, there's a white feather on your cardigan. <laughs> and so uh, just to show you that, you know, when we have a hard time believing in something or believing something, that uh, a message comes through very much in, in, in so many ways in that. And, and I, I think that's beautiful. Man. Thank you, Cindy, for sharing your story. Mm -hmm. You know, when I at the Southwest Institute of Healing Arts, I teach a course called the Archangels. I get to teach that every once in a while. It's an online course. And... And we, in the course, we discuss many of the, you know, these same topics, you know, about looking for signs such as 
feathers or repeated numbers, as Cindy has mentioned, and all kinds of symbols. And, you know, it's funny that I get to teach the course because I'm both I'm both a big believer and a big skeptic at the same time, you know. And so I, I'm one that sometimes I really need a symbol, a sign. I need a sign that says, you know, that can wrap me on the forehead and say, hello, hello, you know, just pay attention. But I think, you know, there are... I know that there are people out there. I have friends that would never, never be convinced, you know, with or seemingly, I think, they'll never be convinced by all the stories that we tell. You're like, oh, I found a feather. I found a coin. I found this. And they would just look at us and go, you've got to be kidding. You know, these are random events, and you're making meaning out of random events. And I totally buy I mean, I totally understand that. And so when I – but when things show up in my life, and I – you know, because – you know, I think a, some a little little skepticism is a skepticism is a good thing. You know, it's just it's healthy to use our critical minds. You know, and at the same time is to take a leap of faith too. You know, the same yes, at the same absolutely. time to say, you know what, like like earlier tonight, you know, we have these we have these angel cards by Doreen Virtue, and she's got many decks of cards, and um, you know, the fifty two cards. I pick one that says signs. You know, what are the chances on the night we're talking about signs that I pick a card that says signs? You know, and somebody would say it's totally random. But for me, I I say, you know what? There's meaning in it, and I it, I'm a creative being, and I'm a spiritual being. And well, yeah, it, it makes it sound funny, like oh, I'm Mr. Spiritual. No, I, I mean, I'm, as Cindy said earlier, those of us, those who are, set the intention to be to, to 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 pay attention. I think that's the biggest part of our spirituality is paying attention, and is to is to use that creative side of us to say. Here's something that's showed up in my life, and it's a creative attention. Those feathers may be there all the time, but there's something that's drawing my attention to that feather at that point, or drawing my my attention to the. I look. I just look up at the clock, and it says three, 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 and that has some significance for me. I look it up. You know, somebody says that's an angel number, and it means that the angels are surrounding you with lots of support. And I'm like, but it's funny that we use this a creative attention then to draw our attention to see that number again and again and again, but. Um, so uh, part of it, I said, yeah, we've got these amazing faculties, these abilities to to dr- have our attention drawn to something and have it be meaningful to us in a way that, so that gives us hope, that shows us direction, that we've got some clarity on something. But I think the biggest thing is that, it, that, that we get this nudge from the universe that says, you're not alone. Absolutely. And yeah, there's somebody, that yep. there's something paying attention that says, oh, you know what, your story and who you are are part of a bigger web of being. And you and your neighbor, your friends, your family, you're all connected. And even people around the globe, you're all connected. And there, are, there is a, a greater community out there that says, you know what, we're watching out for you, we're watching over you, and we're, we're trying to get your attention. And so part of what, for me, spirituality is, and interpreting signs and symbols, is about using that natural ability we have in cultivating creativity, spirituality, and connection. So that the more I intend, the more that these signs and symbols show up in my life. Oh my gosh, that's that's awesome. Yes. Uh, you hit about everything that I was thinking about, so I, I'm just going to go home now. Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. That was great, Mike. That was, that was really great flow that, and everything. That, else. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you can make $2.50 an hour here. So uh, that's pretty interesting is that we bring up both you bring up numbers and everything uh, because part of our, and the numbers aspect is that um, I love playing with numbers 
it's it's like an oracle card to me. The I I seventeen is oracles to me. Every vehicle that passes me is an oracle. It's an idea. I left work here one night, and I was pondering this thought. I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I got to figure out how creative we can get at Beyond today to create something even more. You know, a vast thing that. And I got got this idea. You know, it's like oh. Um, Let's do this class. There's a certain class. I, I won't mention it now, but it was a certain class I was thinking about. I was like, that was, that's going to help. We're going to talk more about this class. That. So I'm in my car and driving home and, and driving up north, and, and um, I started thinking to myself, I was like, is this a good idea? And I says, okay, next car that goes by, then I will check the car's license plate out. And if it's, if it's the numbers, sequence, or whatever else, I'm going to go by it. First car, 333 on it, right after I said it. And you already said, mentioned what 333 was and that is about the angels surrounding you and everything else. You know, Dream Virtual has different ways of, you know, putting things, different books. But um, you have merged with the Ascendant Masters, you know. And so I was like, oh, so there's an idea. I'm merging with the Ascendant Masters that my idea is going to be even further. It's like it's going to be something that I can actually do and think about, you know, uh, it's about a class about helping masters teach masters. Well, this is great. This is a good idea. This is good for beyond today. And it's like, okay, um, should I involve Cindy in it? Because Cindy, Cindy's great help. She's a wonderful energy. She's great at what she does and everything. Should I involve Cindy in it? And really interesting is six, six, six. I've always, every time I see three sixes in that, I always think of love in that. It's like, uh, Cindy and I will be talking or something like that, and I'll see three sixes. Like, oh, honey, I just saw three sixes. Blah blah blah. That like, oh, hey, I always think of love. I don't think of the, the, the yeah. That's how she said it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, three sixes. It's time to to focus on spirit to balance and heal your life. Tell heaven about any fears that you have. So I was like, okay, Cindy's going to be involved in this. So. Let's create something even more spectacular than that. I says, let's create a oneness. There has to be some sort of idea in that because there's so many synchronicities that Cindy and I have, such as birthdays and uh, different things that we've happened in our life and that there's a synchronicities to it. I said, is, is this what I need to do in that? You know, Cindy and I need to create even more of a, a greatness, like a oneness in that. The next car that passed me had three eights on it, eight, 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 eight. I was like, okay, this is awesome. This is another sign for me and everything else. Uh, first of all, what it, what it was telling me was is that I wasn't driving fast enough. There was a lot of people passing me. <laughs> so I decided to speed up a little bit. I was like, uh, everybody know what triple eights means, right? Does it, you know, everybody know what out there what triple eights mean? No, uh, tell us, Rod. Well, you don't, nobody knows what triple eights is. The universe is abundant and generous, and you've learned how to step into your sh- shower of of you've learned how to step into the shower of it ever present flow great financial prosperity is yours so it's like oh this is going to be good for us there's abundance with this there's a lot of good stuff that's going to be with us i love it love it love it and that i was like i was feeling really good now it's because i'm getting the answers i, I want right and i think this is awesome and so i'm pulling off my exit and that to to head home and everything else and, that, and i says I says, just, just for the last sake of it and that, I says, you know, just out of, uh, of being funny and that, I says, does Cindy love me? You know, just in, just being funny and that. And here comes this car, passes, gets in front of me and everything else, three sixes on it. 
honest to goodness, three sixes on it. And then pause in front of me. I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. That, of course, Cindy doesn't believe it, but uh, I'm just joking. But she believed it. Anyway, so there's these synchronicities that always are going on and there's signs and everything else. And using numbers in that aspect of using I-17 as just my own oracle, you know, field that it's fun to play with, that there's always these beautiful signs and everything. Uh, Cindy and I have been having lots of signs from day one that we've known each other and everything, uh, things that we can't even explain. And everything has is guiding us to, you know, help people. That's what the biggest signs are about. It's about pureness of love and who we are and helping people. And I, for my family members, that I usually don't get any signs or messages for them. You know, it's like it's just kind of left alone that um, I have to share one last sign that's a, uh, with Zach, our our producer over here. That uh, He's such a great man. He's, he's the one who puts this all together. I love it. He does a really good job with it. Thank you, Zach. And nobody can hear him because he doesn't have a microphone. Anyway, but Zach, Zach's this beautiful person that uh, puts this together for us and everything. And um, I got a message for him this weekend, and it was, you know, uh, you're getting this new job, and don't be fearful of it. There's nothing to fear. Accept it as a gift, basically what I told him. Well, he gets that on Saturday. I give it that message to him on Saturday. Sunday night, he gets a email saying, Zach, can you meet us at such and such in the next day? And actually, it was Memorial Day that they want you to meet, you right? Monday and Memorial Day. It's like, how crazy is that? Well, Zach goes there. He gets paid good money, and he gets to do what he loves to do. You know, he uses his brain, his creativity, and everything else in that, and it makes him feel like it's too easy. But that's why the fear comes in. It's don't fear it. It's it's what you're asked for. This is what you get. And I've noticed that just listening to people that lately is what you ask for, you're going to get. You want lessons, you're going to get lessons. You want something, you're going to get something. Cindy is one of the best manifestors I've ever seen because she projects energy. She projects it out there. This is what I want. You're going to get this then. You fear it, you're going to get it. So anyway, so that's my story with signs and Signs, signs everywhere. Don't do this. I won't, I'll stop singing now. Thank you, Rod. Yes, thank you, Rod. For stop singing? Yes, yes. most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to share the card that I drew, again, from the same deck as uh, Dr. Mike. Um, I drew the card Trust, and I think it's very... Um, right on with what we're talking about when you start to see these signs and 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 you know whether they're um tangible or not does it when you start seeing these you have to trust you have to trust in what it is what it means and if you're not quite sure just keep paying attention because it seems like some of this are puzzles you know that you in the pieces to this puzzle that you're trying to figure out that eventually will be um put together. Um, so stay on your path, continue to trust in what you're seeing and what you're feeling. Um, and you will get your answer, you know, you may get it that moment, you know, or it might just be a few days or however long it's going to take, but you got to keep your heart open and trust in everything that you see and feel. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah. I think that idea of trust, you know, the, you know, I talked about this course in, and uh, about archangels, 
And the way that, you know, we we discuss a lot, you know, looking for signs and symbols. And I think that's really great, especially as we're as we're trying we're discovering ways of tuning in to a bigger a bigger universe, a bigger world of, of spirituality. And also I think that we can move uh you know, we can use our creativity and in interpreting those signs and symbols, using our intuition to discover what those, what does that mean? What is that sign? What does that mean for me? You know, 333 might mean something slightly different for me than it does for you. And, and I think that's really important is that we, we don't always, we don't take these signs and symbols literally, uh, but we, we discover what they, the meaning is for, for us. And then the big part of it is what Cindy's talking about is trust. And I remember this was about 13 years ago. I was driving across the U.S. I was leaving Phoenix to go to Princeton, New Jersey to go to seminary. And I was going to take three weeks or so to drive across the country and just explore. And maybe it was two weeks, but it ended up being three weeks. But um, I had just bought this car right before I left. And it was not, it was not I didn't know it at the time, but it was not, this car, it was a, it was a miracle that it made it across the country. And so it, in, as I was going along, you know, I, I left Arizona and I made it through New Mexico and to Colorado and. Was it a jalopy? No. <laughs> it was a Volkswagen Scirocco. Oh my gosh, I had one. <laughs> Sounds like a gelato to me. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I got to, I got up to Colorado to, 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 um, Denver, and then I was heading east through Kansas. And as I was going along, um, I can't remember, the, everything on the car started to, like, the, the electricity just started to, like, diminish. Everything electrical just started to go. And I was like, huh, what's this all about? And and I got out of the car, and I just kind of opened the, you know, I, I pulled over the side, I was on the interstate, I pulled over the side, and I opened up the hood as if you know, as if I would look at the engine and just discern, just, you know, what was going on. No, no way whatsoever. And I just kind of stood there and <laughs> stared at it. And I thought, well, maybe if I jiggle a few wires, you know, just, and so I didn't realize I was standing in a puddle at the time, you know, and it was raining and, oh my goodness. and I touched some wire and I got some huge shock. And I was like, well, that wasn't the right thing to do. And so I just closed the hood back down and I got back in the car and, and I just thought, you know what? I don't know what to do. And yeah. and I heard a voice that said, keep driving. So I started driving. And then I heard a voice, that said, and the voice said, pull off here at this exit. Turn left. Turn right again. Turn right again. And I was at a car, um, uh, where they fix cars. I can't think of A garage, you know. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of Well, because what, what it was, was a tire shop, actually. But it was a tire shop. And I pulled in, and my car was just like on the verge of dying right then. And two guys come running out. I mean, just I did just pulled into the parking lot, and they said, "Can we help you?" And they figured out exactly what was wrong. The car had a new carburetor because, and the new, uh, uh, the new oh, what it was? Thingamajig. Yeah. The, <laughs> anyway, what we didn't know is it was because it was just the carburetor belt was new and it had stretched. But anyway, long story. But so. They asked, said, get back in your car and just keep going. Just don't drive at night with your lights on and you'll be fine. Anyway, I'm driving across Kansas. I'm staying in a hotel overnight. And I'm, I'm like, wait, I thought I'm following God's purpose for my life. I'm going to seminary. I know it's a long story, but it, it, there's a it's point a here. Story. As we're going across, and I get to Kansas, and I get to this little town of Salina, Kansas. And, uh, and I was going to be staying with an older minister, a man in his 80s, and his wife, and 
as I'm, I'm pulling up to their house, I see across the street from them is a house that has eight Volkswagens around in the, in the garage, in the driveway around the house, eight Volkswagens. And I thought, aha, you know, if I need fixed my, my Volkswagen fixed, there's somebody who can help me. And so, uh, next morning I went over and I introduced myself to these people and they, I said, I've got some problems with my Volkswagen. They said, oh yeah, we always go to this one guy, uh, back about 30 miles down the road. And I'm thinking, oh great, I have to go back, you know. And, but they said, you know what, but he's, he may not be able to take you on Monday morning because his son is off to Russia and his, and his other son who works with him is gone, but you go over there and you sit on his doorstep and you tell him we sent you and, so I, I waited till Monday morning, and I went I'm driving back the other way, and I'm thinking, oh, God, why am I going backwards, you know? And I was, it was raining, and the windshield wiper was just, you know, slowly, I mean, it had only a little of enough energy to clear five inches of the screen, of the windshield wiper, <laughs> uh, the windshield. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I just need a sign that everything is going to be okay. And it just at that moment, the clouds opened up, and there was a rainbow, and the end of the rainbow was right at the at the garage, the Volkswagen garage oh where gosh. I was going. Yeah, and it was just like, and I went in there, and I had called some friends back in California, and I said, I I need you to pray about this. And a friend of mine, she said, oh, we had some trouble with our car once when we were on the highway, and it ended up that part, part cost us $8. So we're going to pray that that part costs you only $8. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, okay. And uh, and so I got there, and the guy says, look, I'm really busy, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fit you in. And he comes back, and he's the one who discovered. He says, you know what? Your alternator belt here is brand new, and it's stretched. I I can um, – let me look that up to see how much that – oh, that one's going to be $8. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love it. And he puts it on. It cost you know there was a little maintenance fee on that, so it cost you know I think thirty two dollars altogether. But then moment after moment, that entire trip as I drove across country, there were signs and symbols along the way that, and I think for me, signs and symbols function to say it's going to be okay, you know. And sometimes those signs and symbols are an actual voice that says, "Turn here." Right. You know, absolutely. it's more than a feeling. It's not an audible voice outside my head, but it's a it's a it's like a it's like a it's like a voice that resonates inside my whole body and says, you know, when I'm when I'm really tuned in, that's what I hear. And bef- and often signs and symbols are that which leads me to trust in that voice. Absolutely. Yeah, trust. Yeah, that's and that's a great card for you, Cindy. And that's a it was something that uh, it was really interesting how synchronicities and things play out is my second client today that says, walks in, gives me a hug, I haven't seen her for a while, and that uh, she travels a lot. She says, welcome back. I said, I haven't been gone. She goes, oh, yeah, you have. I said, what do you mean? She says, she goes, Rod, I've been watching your posts on Facebook and everything else and talking, you know, basically listening to between the lines. She says, you haven't been here. She says, you're worried about stuff that you don't, you never worry about. And I was like, what do you mean? I worry about stuff. She says, I just know that. I feel that. You've been worrying about stuff you've never worried about. She says, I've always known you as a person that put your trust in the universe. Whatever's going to happen, happens, and it's okay. You always trusted something. You put your faith in whatever you believe in. She says, for the longest time, you haven't done that. And, and it kind of was like, oh, wow, that's it's a great reminder for me because she's right. It's been a long time. And, you know, there's a story, I mean, really quickly, if it's sorry to share this, that, but oh, uh, the trust thing was that um, 
I was in South Dakota and that and I wasn't really sure how I was going to get back to here because it was 30 below zero wind chill factor in South Dakota. And it was snowing. It was, I didn't know how I was going to make it back to, to Arizona this winter. And I'm taking a bath and this, uh, out of the water comes this beautiful essence of energy and beautiful energy out there and out of my bath water. And I was like, well, hello there. You know, I was like, like all right, I've just, I'm lost it, right? I've gone through that, that uh, cabin fever. <laughs> I've just lost it. And this voice was such a beautiful voice and everything else. And I was like, wow, that's, that's such a beautiful voice. And, and this person that I believe it, I'm seeing what I'm seeing. And, that, and she says, you have to go back to Arizona. And I said, well, I don't know how. And she says, trust me. It's like, well, okay. So I get out of the bath and that during this time, during my cabin fever and everything else and that, um, kind of was stuck in South Dakota for this while and that I've grown a beard and my hair is long and everything else. And that, so I started cutting all my beard off and everything else and that everything and that, and I saw her to the right of me just appear in the mirror and that, and as I'm shaving and everything else and I says, I really don't know how I'm going to make it back to Arizona in this weather. I don't fly. I don't do this and that. She says, trust me. Okay, okay, okay. So I got myself shaved and everything else, and then and, and I went downstairs and and you know put some more wood in the fire and, and that to warm up the house a little more, and that because you know after a bath and that that three below zero that wind goes right through the house, you know no matter how it's going through the house, and so I get on the computer and that and I was like, how am I going to make it back to Arizona? It's like okay, well. My car wouldn't make it through this weather. <laughs> that I don't have a four-wheel drive, so how am I going to do this? And I don't have enough money to do it either at this time point. And being stuck in South Dakota, I spent all my money, you know, being stuck there. And I sat there on the computer and dump, drumming the table and everything else, and that kind of playing with my hands and that, and I hear a voice behind me, trust me. It's like, okay. So I started typing that, and I actually sent out, this thing that's Rod Lyman is coming back to Arizona and that if you'd like to uh, have an appointment with Rod Lyman, be the first to have appointment that sign up here, blah, 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 blah. But the next day, 15 people have signed up to see me, gave me the money to make it to Arizona. But now I don't have a vehicle. Uh, what do I do now? Right? It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm sitting there going, this is weird. I, I have no idea how I'm going back to Arizona. I got the money now, but no vehicle. Well, come out to my mom says that, uh, hey, there's a young lady that can't pay for her vehicle and that um, we're getting taken it back and it's a four-wheel drive Explorer. Would you like it? It's really great shape. Sure, mom. <laughs> I absolutely would. Well, yeah, come pick it up with us and everything. So went and got the, port, the Explorer and everything else and was driving. It's like, wow, this is this is good shape and everything else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this. So now I have a vehicle. Now I have the money to to get to to uh, Arizona. It's like I'm on my way. So packed everything I could up in the Explorer and that. Started heading out. And it's like I'm driving. I start having that doubt within me again. It's like I, I'm not going to make it. I don't have enough money and everything else. I I figured that if I didn't sleep anywhere, if I didn't, it's it's a 24 hour drive. And if I didn't sleep anywhere, I'd be okay didn't figure on a snowstorm the whole day and 20 to 30 below zero wind chill factors with a snowstorm i didn't figure on that so that took more gas than i expected i got up on this hill in middle of nebraska no phone service no radio you can't there's nothing 
nothing there. And I get up on top of this hill and I look down and all I see is snow. There had, I hadn't seen a vehicle for 50 miles. I look at my gas. I have enough for about 20 or 30 miles and that's the next gas station. But behind me, it was 65, 70 miles behind me. I couldn't make it back to go back to the gas station. I have to go forward. But in front of me is six-foot drifts, and all you can see on the bottom of the hill is these six-foot drifts. Like, I can't I can't do this and that. And I sat there, and I, I got out of the car even, actually, and that, and checked it, and, and the snow was up my calf and everything else. There was a lot of snow on the ground just on the top of the hill, and that I knew it was at least six feet. I sat there, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I hear a voice next to me in this car seat next to me, and it says, Trust me, Rod. Trust me. I'm like, okay. That's all I've been doing is trusting for a long time. And I've always believed in myself, and I believed in the energy around me and who I am and everything. I believe in that. So I closed my eyes, grabbed the steering wheel, put it in gear. The next thing I remember is I'm in North Platte, Nebraska, with a gas pump in my hand. And I'm looking at the vehicle, and as I'm looking at the vehicle, it is covered and packed full of snow. There is at least two feet of snow on top of the vehicle. There is snow shoved in every crevice of that vehicle. People are driving by like, where would you come from? That I say, I'm down 89. It's like, oh, no, nobody. That's roads closed. I went through <laughs> six-foot drifts at least, and I don't remember a thing of it. But I knew it's trust me. There's so much more to the story, and I, and I don't want to the end of the story or ruin the story in that. But the, uh, Cindy's involved in the story too, so uh, there's a lot of trusting that went on, and there's a lot of significance to the story about trusting in who we are and the signs and symbols and everything else in that. To the point where I made it here, and then the car just died; it fell apart. <laughs> and Cindy can contest to that, but. Is also I found out at the end of the story, which we're going to save this for later, that the end of the story I found out actually who, where the essence or the energy was actually coming from. And that's another beautiful story, but I'll save that for later. But I think because of tonight and that, the signs and symbols and that, of understanding that who we are, you know, we have to trust ourselves in, in what we see, you know. When you guys do your Reiki symbols and that, do you trust that they're working? Yes, I do trust that they're working. Um, I just ha I just know in my heart that when I use a symbol, Reiki symbol or otherwise, um, that it was taught to me for a purpose and a reason, and to uh, draw that that symbol on that person um, is very powerful, and it's there to for a purpose and a reason to help heal that person. So yes, I do trust in the symbols. And we're you know shifting gears here on our in our topic of symbols. You know that you know the, I, I knew that kind of we'd spend the first half of this or you know, a little more than the first half. But looking at symbol, signs and symbols as communicators, messengers of ways of tuning in, using our creativity and and all that. And I, I knew that we'd get to the topic of of something of doing energy work and working with symbols. You know some people. For them, that's the that's the that's the strangest part of energy work. They're like, you know, many people can accept that. Say, oh wait, there's we have this natural healing abilities, and that we I think we I think we all have these natural healing abilities. The fact that we are uh, 
yeah, just just a simple touch is he can be healing. And so many people can accept it on that level. Some people do energy work where there's no symbols involved at all. And so a system that we learn through Reiki involves quite a few symbols. You know, beginning at the first, there's just, you know, two, three, four. And then people have been very creative in bringing through symbols that, you know, enhance this energy. So I love exploring the history of the Reiki symbols you know, the, the depth of meaning that they have. So there's there's something about working with symbols in energy work that's very intriguing to me. Um, and I can't say that I fully understand it. I don't think, I don't know if anybody fully understands it. But uh, the best way I can do is it's, I mean, it, on some levels I say uh, like a Reiki symbol helps me to connect not only to the ideas that that they that they that they're supposed to connect with, like, oh, this is one. This symbol's good for emotional healing. This one's good for deep karmic healing. But I, you know, there's something that's that's really that goes beyond pure intention. Oh, okay, somebody has told me that this one's for emotional healing, so I'm going to think about that. That's great, and that's very powerful. But also, too, I think there is something that goes beyond, um, and I don't. This is the part that I don't understand. It's it's like a key. It's like something that connects. It's like wiring that that connects us to a bigger energy and maybe sometimes a very specific energy. And so that's why I I'm fascinated by the process. Um, and it, like as Cindy was talking about, it it takes a lot of trust that this is actually doing what I believe it's doing and beyond what I understand and believe what it's doing. That there's more here that I could ever know, and to trust that 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 symbol connects to sometimes a very specific energy. Um, and sometimes it's just, it connects to all energy and all of life. So, uh, yeah, it's about, it's about trust. It's about discernment. And sometimes it's about letting go. Sometimes, uh, if I connect to a symbol and I help and I'm working in energy work like Reiki and I use a symbol, sometimes it means the trusting means, let go. Let go of the the rational aspect of me that tries to figure it out and just say, trust. Trust that this works and uh, and it's bigger than you and it isn't all it isn't completely dependent upon you. You know? You know, you're great. You're uh, you're part of this healing process. You're there, you're helping this to, to manifest on the physical plane, whatever that means. <laughs> We're I mean, for people but as a healing practitioner I'm participating in some way. I'm there, I'm showing up, and I'm holding space for the other person to heal and to connect to their sense of whatever their healing connections are. And the Reiki symbols are, yes, they're powerful mental tools, they're powerful emotional tools, they're, and they're powerful spiritual tools and energetic tools. I, I, you know, I find them very exciting, very mysterious, and sometimes just very practical. You know, they're, they're, it's like, oh, wait, oh, which key opens this door? Let me, yeah, let me go through my, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I've got all these keys. Which one opens the right door? And sometimes I, I, that's what it is with the Reiki symbols, is to figure out, is to intuit which, what door am I standing in front of and which key is going to help open that door, not only for me but for the persons, the people that I'm working with in the highest and best way. Uh, okay, perfectly. So, but that leads me into something else than that. So, the signs that go along with Reiki, okay? So, we use these symbols specifically, and that Reiki, uh, 
stands for Ray is part of uh, spirit. Sp spirit, uh, yeah. Spirit and key is actually our energy in that universal energy, which so, uh, some you know Chinese say qi and qi, the Japanese absolutely. say key. Yeah, key. exactly. So Ray key, you know that's that's it's about using universal energy basically. And so people, we can say Reiki for all types of energy work and that because it is universal energy. But there's signs that come with it is that people will, will actually on your table and that give you a sign of what they need. You know, uh, when you're working with them, the, the different symbols that come up with it and, and who they are and that. And, and because these are sacred symbols, I'm not going to talk about or say what the symbols are, but uh, these symbols being sacred and that, Somebody had said in the last Reiki class that we did that says that are these symbols for logical people only? But it was really interesting to th for that thought process because I've never been asked that question of that. Are these symbols used for logical people only? People that just are in their head more and they need something to draw to bring it out. Well, I agree with you that they're all keys and, and, but the symbols, when you're attuned to these symbols and that, it awakens something that's inside of you because we're all healers anyway, and that. But how would you answer that question, that Cindy, Mike? I'll st I'll step in first. Um, you know, I'm surprised what you um, what you said that somebody asked about are these for logical people? Because for me, the symbols and if I, you know, I've been reading up on especially the beginning Reiki symbols that they're they're. Chinese writing, they're basically some ways some Chinese writing that have been brought into Japanese culture Absolutely, over yes. a thousand years ago. And what I love about that is that when the Chinese and Japanese engage in their writing, it's an art form. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's not, you know, yes, there's there's a line that there's a horizontal line, there's a vertical line, there's a slanted line. Yeah, there's all that technical stuff, but really what they are is that they're works of art. And that's what helps me as a, yes, I'm a rational person and a very intuitive, creative person. And the Reiki symbols um, are, to me, they, I, I'm just almost surprised that they talk about logical because they're <laughs> like, wow, they, they help me to get out of my, what we call left brain thinking, my rational, logical, Absolutely. sequential kind of thinking. And they help me just kind of, it's like stepping into a painting, if that were, you know, I mean, I, as if the threshold between this world and the imagined, the world of imagination, it's like it's like I'm stepping into as if I were stepping into a painting. That's what that's mosaic. what a Reiki symbol it's very does. Mosaic. Right? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. that it that I that I it opens up a world of of mind and spirit and, oh, you know, here I'm gonna I always feel like I'm gonna start gushing, but it's just a, <laughs> that's that's so funny that somebody I was like wow somebody thinks that they're logical because me they're they're I mean. The, when I say use the word magical, the best that I can imagine about that word is that it it brings me into a world of pure imagination. Very nice, thank you. I'd like to elaborate a little bit more on symbols. Um, just symbols in themselves, they date back, you know, to the sages, to the ancient times. That's how um, they communicated was via symbols. Um, symbols are very sacred to a, a lot of people, a lot of religions, a lot of uh, countries. Um, uh, into this very day, those a lot of those symbols are still uh, used and worn, and um, very sacred. They're um, you know taken well care of for their purpose of what they mean and, and the belief behind them. Um, 
Uh, and to even uh, further that, a lot of the uh, symbols resonate with um, celestials. You know, you have sacred geometry who resonate with the celestial, like Metatron. I don't remember what the <laughs> sacred geometry name is. Merkaba. The, the oh, Merkaba? The Metatron's cube. Cube. It's a cube, yeah. yeah. Metatron has the cube, yes. So it's interesting how... No matter what the symbol is, it represents something. It could even be as simple as, you know, the the three goddesses, you know, the two half crescent moons and the full moon. I mean, there's so many, 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 many symbols, and they just all mean something very key to uh, and have a purpose for what it means. Even uh, um, astrology signs, you know, Rod and I were Geminis, and we're in <laughs> Geminis right now. Woohoo! And our partner friend over here, Mike, he's a Sagittarius, but all of those have are symbols as well. And, you know, I ask you to Google any symbol um, that comes to you or that you see and you're not even sure what it means because that too is a sign. Sometimes symbols are a sign for you to understand what the background of that symbol is. So maybe that's part of your sign, you know, uh, uh, on your path right now that you're supposed to read and know. Maybe that's the next phase you're going to learn in your life on your spiritual path it's just amazing how the two really go together um and you know and complement each other so guys you have anything more to say to that well i <clears throat> thank you Cindy. that's very awesome we forgot zach he's a virgo by the way i'm sorry back zach the virgo <laughs> so sag on one side and virgo on the other side you know <laughs> the gym's in the middle gym's in the middle <laughs> So anyway, um, no, I, I love that everything's a sign or, or simply, you know, the, when she said that, this lady, that lovely lady that said that, and I'm sure she's listening because she follows everything we do anyway. So I'm sure she's listening to this and that. Uh, the, when she asked about this being, she stays in her head a lot, okay? Uh, and, and she knows she does. And, and I'm not talking behind her back or anything else that. So she really knows that she's in her head. And she's trying to wrap the idea of what a symbol will do for her. She's so worried about the mechanics of it that she forgets about the feeling of it. And like you said, and you said it's like walking to a painting. How mosaic, how beautiful is that? How artistic is that? That she now has, an, if she's listening to this, and that she can think of it as it is a painting. You know, uh, a lot of different symbols that Mike and I and Cindy teach in that, the, the teaching part of it is that some of them are about the words, how you say it, how say that symbol, you know. Are, but it's, some of it's about drawing it and opening it and awakening it. We talk about firing up our hands with it or, or, or making, you know, patting it in and that. It's that whole idea is that if we can figure something out, you know, idea just by what they say, you know, Reiki goes where it's needed. Okay, it's not pinpointed, so it goes where it's needed. But if that person says, you know, I want to get out of my head, well, first symbol pops in my head, you know, is a Reiki two symbol that comes up, boom. It's like, okay, that's a symbol for her. But in the sense of that, I already know in my heart that the symbols are going to be where they they're needed, and they're going to come where they're needed. And I really believe that um, that even though um, um, that I really believe that she's talking in, in, in the sense of logical and that, that she doesn't believe herself to be, how do you say, within the dance like we talk about. Mm -hmm. 
and she hasn't found that rhythm yet in that. And it is part of learning energy work is getting out of your head. And it's about your heart. And it's about take the chaos within and, and putting it without. And that, that, so um, one of the highest members that just handed us a piece of paper to ask a question. And, um, you know, um, do you want to read that, Mike? Yeah, yeah let me see. Here, here it is. <laughs> well, Funny. Um, yeah, because it kind of follows up on what you were talking about. You know, it's like, um, uh, so the question is, um, could I ever receive a new symbol uh, for my energy work? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I think the person means like saying, well, so in my own experience, you know, I've, I've studied lots of the symbols that come through in, in for Reiki, and, and, and there are other people who use a lot of different symbols. And every once in a while, I'll see, sometimes I'll work with that symbol and it'll change as I'm working with it in my mind's eye. Or sometimes I feel like, wait, I just, there's a new symbol that I'm being, I'm being led to. I mean, so I can, I've had it, but I'm not really sure that, you know, sometimes I'm, I, I question that. Is that, is that something I can do? Can I, can I, you know, uh, you know, uh, probably, I, I resonate with that question. Can, can I, you know, or any of us? Can, can I or any of us really receive a, a new symbol? Oh, gosh. You know, thing is, is that I know that I see symbols all the time in my head. And it's like, well, what is that for? I wonder, what is that for? And that I know I download these symbols. And that I actually remember Cindy drawing during the uh, her first Corona class. And that Cindy's drawing stuff. And that, well, we all know Cindy really wasn't here for the first class. but But she's drawing symbols on a piece of paper and that. That I've never seen before. She's pulling these out of the, you, you know, the ethers and that. And they're just, they were fantastic. They're fantastic symbols and that. And they really were resonating with me and that never saw them again. So they did what they needed to do. They came in, opened up something, a key for me. It opened me up for something. I think she downloaded it for me and it sure it helped her too, but. I never saw those symbols again. And I couldn't to this day tell you what it was. I just remember that she had a whole sheet of paper. She was drawing symbols that whole day on there that was resonating with her. We also have this beautiful couple couple that comes in that they're always showing me the symbols that they've drawn. Rod, what does this look like? What does that look like? What is it? You know, for, first of all, I thought it was an ink blot test, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a bat. No, but it wasn't. I mean, it's people get excited about these symbols. You know, think about where Karuna came from. And that all these different symbols were downloaded in that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into religion and that, but everything there's everything has been downloaded for us. Uh, well, I'm going to stop you for a moment. So how would you explain the word download? I mean, so for somebody's out there going, are you talking about the computer? What are you talking about? Of course. that's Don't you get downloads through the computer? <laughs> just yeah, kidding. we get downloads through a computer, but on, a, on the spiritual level, what do, you, what do you mean by downloading? Well, okay, so... We're, do you know what the grid is? Anybody out there know what the grid is? Know what the grid is? <laughs> All right. So the grid is, is, I guess we have to explain that. The grid is what this universal informational site, that it, it's, it's, it's all these, uh, uh, I don't even know how to explain that. It's really interesting. That's a good question. Is, uh, ge uh, ge geometry specs around the world and that and there's energy that is surrounding the earth all the time surrounding the universe and everything else and that and we're connected to it is part of our oneness we all have the ability to pull energy out of the from the universe to get our answers for it 
And it's interesting is, is that is probably our first YouTube was to be able to download information to us from the universal energy out there. Well, so download means is that my reason I call it download is because the first, when I first learned about the, that there is this grid out there, I would actually focus on the grid. I'd go out there and it's like, I need some information that, well, I, to me, being a computer geek is like, I have to store it somewhere, right? So I'd make a folder. I'd see myself have a folder. And it's like, okay, I want to download information on how to do uh, meridians. Yeah. And so uh, how to heal somebody with meridians. And I would sit there and I'd focus on it. And all of a sudden there'd be energy that would come through. And this beautiful energy in that and everything else. And I was like, okay, I feel it. I'm not getting words or seeing anything, but I know that there's energy. So I put it in this folder. That. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I would see myself clicking on that folder and opening it up in that. And it just would know stuff then. And it's like, I could, I could access this anytime. And that's where this downloads come from is that there's, there's different parts of this, uh, grid that we can download from or even beyond that. You know, that there's so much information out there. We're one. We're, 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 we're a cellular level of one, basically, and that we have thoughts, same thoughts and ideas and that. Um, and it's all out there. And that, so that's when we download this information, that's where we get it from. Does that, that help answer everybody? Absolutely. All right, everybody out there? Yeah, okay, good. I could ramble on for another five minutes, but I'm saying no. So the part of that, I interrupted you when you were talking about downloading. People, any of us can download a Reiki, I mean, a symbol uh, to, to use in healing work or for accessing information. Absolutely. And what I'm hearing from you saying that that could be a temporary symbol, it could be just for a day. Absolutely. Or for a moment or something that we can be passed on to others. And you were talking about Karuna specifically. And I said, you, I, 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 I'm trying to remember the part where I interrupted you. And you were saying, oh, just think about how Karuna came up, came to, Karuna Reiki came to be. Right. And, and how there was different people that had downloaded symbols for this and put it in. And William Lee Rand actually put this all together from, from it, that aspect, you know. There's been a lot of information that's been downloaded, brought into people, and that symbols and that. I know I've got. I don't remember half the symbols that I that I have downloaded, but I know it was for some specific reason. Um, it was interesting is that uh, a new client would come in, and I used to really know before this new client came in that I would down get a download for them. There'd be some sort of information I'd get for that person, uh, how to help them. And it was interesting that I realized this and knew this, that how I, how I could help them because I knew I was getting a download or information that, and it was, it would come in symbols or it would come in different things that I wouldn't know specifically. I just had to put my trust, trust card, I had to put my trust in, in what I believed and what I saw. And I really believed it. What was your card? I don't know if we got to your card tonight, Rod. That's your angel card. My card was manifestation. Mm-hmm. Manifestation. Zach's card was music. So, uh, yes, I'm a manifester. Because I trust in what I do. And what I put my heart to, I, I will make it. I know Cindy's a manifester, too, and I know you are, too. In that. And uh, we're all manifestors here. But um, it's, I, I think Cindy's card plays the biggest role here, along with your signs. It's the ideas that signs, trusting, Zach's music. Now, I love that card music for Zach, especially, because it's about balance of finding that rhythm in his life. Because he's got a lot of stuff going on. 
It's really interesting. I heard a lady said, oh, uh, she was actually talking about Zach today, this lady was. She says, Zach's got a lot of balls in the air. And at first I was like, what does that mean? And I realized he's juggling a lot of things, and that's what she meant by it and everything. I thought that was kind of a cool concept. There's a lot of balls in there because Zach does. He's got a lot of stuff going on in his life and that. So so the music part of that is finding that rhythm. My manifestation is that me realizing that I don't need a thimble full of manifestation. I, I should take a lake. You know, I think I only deserve this thimble, so I'm going to take this thimble and give it to me. And, that. and I know a lot of us are like that. I believe I deserve a lake. I deserve to go swimming in manifestation. I deserve a lot of beautiful things. And I'm not being egotistical about it or that I, this is what I deserve. But I do. I, I, instead of the deservance of me just thinking I only get a little stuff, I should deserve more. And I feel I do. So, absolutely. So how are we doing in time, Zach? All right. It's good. Does that mean wrap it up or I mean, uh, all right. So, Cindy, do you have anything to add to it? I just would like to say thank you all and thank you, fellas who are beside me. Um, what a great podcast this has been, learning about signs and symbols and trusting in what we see and what we feel with all these. And just keep going out there and enjoying what you're seeing and, you know, and, and just give thanks whenever you do see some sort of sign or symbol um, that's repetitive, especially, of course, um, just give thanks because it's your, it's your uh, divine universe, you know, talking to you. So pay attention. Thank you. Any last wrap-up words, Mike? You know, I think about all, all of this that we're discussing. What came to me earlier right before we began was a sense of how do signs and symbols that come to us in our lives help help me help all of us to fulfill our purpose you know in this life uh, you know and that's really often a sign or symbol is a reminder to me that's a call to remembrance and that's to say who i am why i'm here and that i'm loved mm. and i'm cared for and i'm connected and i'm not alone and that's what that's the most important part of sign for signs and symbols mean to me that i tr- that i can trust that i'm uh, it's a nudge to keep on the path to fulfill my purpose and uh, and to say I'm deeply loved and not alone. I like that. Thank you. And I second that. <laughs> well, I love both of you. And, I, and you guys are never alone. And I know that. And that's usually, you know, that's how I, when I write on my Facebook that I usually say, you know, I am loved or I am blessed. And then, or you are loved and I am blessed. Because I truly believe that. And so we're never alone. We... We we are loved, and I love that. Um, wrapping it up, oh my gosh, it's always a pleasure to have Mike here, and that uh, he's, it's an honor to have him in our presence, and that uh, um, my beautiful co-host Cindy, have great to be here. with you. Thank you, Zach, for your uh, technical help here tonight. And Rod, who's going to be your guest uh, next time? Sorry, that's okay. I just want to say thank you, all you guys. Thank you, thank you. Yep. Cindy, you want to introduce our next uh, guest that's going to be coming in two weeks? Or would you like me to do it? That would be our lovely Tracy Montoya. She will be talking about forensic uh, handwriting and probably some other fun special things. So uh, come back and uh, check us out on our podcast. Thank you. I'm sorry for the 
crew out there that's uh the class that's a group of people out here sorry about that that you guys didn't uh, get a chance to ask any questions except for the write-in i think that was pretty good and everything uh trace montoya uh she's a, a significance to cindy in that because kind of helped her get to where she's at and cindy she kind of helped cindy realize some things and that this woman has many books out She's famous in, in all aspects of forensics writing that she's helped sur- solve many cases. Uh, this, she's been a beautiful friend of ours for, for quite a while. And that, uh, uh, we got an honor to in Sedona, Arizona to give her, Cindy and I gave her a reading and that, which was an honor. And, uh, we in Arizona here, we actually gave a reading to her husband. So it's been quite an honor in that, uh, um, a little quickly, some of the things that's going on and beyond today is that there's a Reiki class coming up June 4th and 5th and that here, Reiki 1 and 2. And at the end of June, there'll be Blue Star Celestial. It's a three-day intensive and that. It's going from Friday to Sunday. It starts with level one, goes to the master class. Also, they'll be coming up in July. Uh, get ready for the master class, but there's also along with the master class is a very special class that we're introducing, and it will be a color class. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm excited to put it together and teach it. It's going to be really fun, and that is my connection to Tracy Montoya, at least one. So I'll share that story next time. Thank you, Mike. Do you have anything that you want to bring up that you're be doing? That day. He's not going to be able to be with us for a while, so so we have to bring in another Aww. guest. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm uh, no, I'm just off for the summer. Uh, I enjoy. I have a couple of spiritual retreats that I help uh, help at, and that's where I'm going to put in, putting my energies this this summer. So that's uh, that's a lot of fun. Awesome. Oh, and we have a, a Karuna Master Class oh coming my gosh, up. I almost forgot in about August. That. I think in August thirteen. Yeah, August thirteenth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes, we picked that beautiful number thirteen. Yes. Karuna Master, yes. And uh, and anybody that's interested in that uh, for Karuna class and that, Mike can only do it once a year usually in that. So if you guys are interested and we get enough people in that, we'll, we'll throw another one together in that because there's been a lot of interest in it. So we'll take a look at that too again. Zach Lyman, uh, anything going on that you wanted to add? That? All right. He's giving thumbs up as that he's fine and dandy. That. So I'd like to say thank you from beyond today. We are located at 11223 North 28th Drive, Suite F101 in Phoenix, Arizona. Our phone number here is 602-374-4926. Or you can go to our website. It's beyondthenumber2day.com. And it's a beautiful day in in at Beyond Today, always. Uh, one last thing is that um, if you would like to sponsor one of our episodes, like uh, this beautiful With Love Yoga studio on that does, um, just contact us at 602-374-4926. Or if you'd like to even have your own podcast, get a hold of Zach at Beyond Today. And uh, he'll put you together with something that... Uh, 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 everybody have a good night. It's good night, Zach. Good night, Cindy. Good, good night, night Rod. Good night. Good night, John Good night, Rod. Good night, Molly. Good night, Zach. Good night, Cindy. Good night, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>